Brian. Rana. A little bit of housekeeping. We are officially a huge success in I, a world yeah. that takes a long, hard look at people coming into it. Did people think we were going to move into the food and beverage space? Did people think we were going to be coffee influences? Excuse me. Excuse Ron, me. I, I mean, I certainly didn't. And Rana, I gave up wondering what was next out of your bag of tricks long ago. Oh, never give up on media. I don't, I, I barely sleep. I mean, it is a concept. People need to understand there's a personal laboratory. There's an actual laboratory. There's a roaster. It's the whole thing. Oh, the roasters. Yes, I have a, I have a whole roasting shop next to my uh, and You practically do. Yeah. But we have to, first of all, with the, the coffee's been out for about two weeks. We have to say thank you, thank you to our fans. The response has been through the roof. Yes. And what's fabulous about that is that of course, they know us. They know we don't recommend anything that we don't love, whether we're nope. making it or we're getting it from somewhere else. We have become synonymous with quality and passion, I would say. And we are the first customers for our products. Absolutely. And so it's a big surprise that people would buy into that confidence and say, you know what? I want to support Ron and Brian. I want to support the show. Let me get a bag of this coffee. Yeah. But I don't think there's a person out there who didn't in the back of their mind say, I really wonder if I'm going to love this coffee or if I'm just supporting my friends who I love. But the reviews are in and people are going crazy. Well, I'll tell you why, Ron. It's shipped the day it's roasted. Absolutely. We have two blends, the Carriage House blend, which, which isn't is, getting enough attention. It's I have not, to but say. it is a coffee lover's coffee or a an aspiring coffee lover's coffee. It and is then of course, so accessible. Yes. But so exquisite at the same time. It is a perfect everyday. I mean, we've been talking about a lot of sh- about shades of vanilla because people can't really understand that this is not a flavored coffee. No, the Shades of Vanilla dresses to impress. The Carriage House is there for you every minute of the it's day. It's so exquisite, that Carriage House coffee. Yep. I mean, really, it has replaced all of a co- other coffee for me. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't agree more. If you don't have your coffee yet, it's askronacoffee.com. But we also, if you do have your coffee, yeah, we've got a little bit of an ask for you that we think is fun. Oh, here we go. All right. So go people have been very... Uh, very, uh, there was a, I, I caused a bit of a stir, shall we say, with my unboxing videos. And you so, did. I mean, because yeah. I think people couldn't imagine you would do it in a boxing video that would be also perfect. I mean, it's perfect. The pe- but the people that couldn't imagine that really shouldn't be listening to the show. You're I right. mean, they really should just really, these people whose minds were just continually blowing. Yeah. But, not only we love your reviews, we love your posts. Please keep them coming. It means so much to us. Truly, we work so hard on this coffee. It means so much yes. to us to know the feedback is everything. But yeah. we want you to send us your unboxing videos to askrana at gmail.com where you do your little, oh, sorry, your unbagging video. Is yes. that cute? Cute. I want your unbagging. I don't want your unboxing. How do you come up with this stuff, Rhonda? That is great. I want to see your unbagging. We already got one, which was fabulous, which we, I can't wait to share with people. And if that's not your thing, and if you want to send us, we're so interested in how people are enjoying the coffee. Mm-hmm. If you want to send us a video of you making your perfect cup of coffee, 
We'd love to see it. If you want to send us just a photo, I love seeing every, into everyone's houses and how they're enjoying the coffee and where they live. I mean, it's such an elegant, fun, personal, indulgent experience. Rana, I didn't even tell you this. My sister-in-law just had a baby. Ah, oh, I sent them a, a boy or a girl? A girl. Oh, Lillian s- has a sister. She's a little sister. I can, I, sent can I ask them- what her name is? Her name is Alice. Oh, that's very, that's a lovely name. I sent them a Zingerman's and I also sent them the duo <gasps> because I thought they're probably not getting any sleep. Do you know what I mean? Oh my God. I want to know what they thought because they, they have exquisite taste. Those they two. do. And I don't yeah. know if new mothers are allowed to drink coffee, but my brother would certainly need it. Yeah. So there we go. Is that fair? It's a, a great Zingerman's gift. Inn. That is a wonderful combination. Well, you advised me right, Rana. Send us your unbagging videos. Send us your personal coffee moments. That's what we want to see. And of course, keep posting. We love seeing into your houses. We love the reviews. It really means the world to us because especially as we're developing new products, which of course we are, yes. we want to know what people are loving and what they love incorporating into their lives. And we can't thank people enough. This is truly a great way to support the show. Yes. You're keeping the lights on. Try the coffee. You can order a bag of the Carriage House Blend. You can order a bag of the Shades of Vanilla. You can order the Duo, which I love because you try both. And then when you realize you can't live without it, you can start getting the subscription, which and did you know I with the subscription, now, it can be any denomination. Could be That's true. A bag a week. You could get two bags. You, you can do every week, every two weeks, every three weeks. You decide. Can I also say this, Rana? Yeah. You will never see this product in a Keurig. Oh, I hope you're not right. We'll see. I hope we start making pods at some point. Can you imagine? But I will say this. This is absolutely not a supermarket coffee. This no. thing is roasted and shipped the same day. This doesn't sit on a shelf for a minute. No, this is the, this is really- Fresh to you. Uh, honestly. What could I, be better during quarantine than knowing you're getting fresh roasted right to you coffee? Fresh. Yeah. Fresh. Uh, and we should tell people that in the Patreon carriage house- Yes. We have a few things going on. We um, do. But, but most importantly, patreon.com slash askrana. As Brian always says, $5 gets you into the carriage house. It certainly That does. is our bonus show. That is a, we shouldn't even call it bonus. It is its own show. Comes out Certainly every is. Friday. It's like an entirely new episode. And it's a whole other world. We're living in with our best friends, our closest CHIPs at the Carriage That's right. House. And, um, then we're and it really is it- quite a little community we've built in there. I mean, it's like you're admitting things in the Carriage House that I can't even believe that you would. I, I can't mean, either, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's very revealing. Intimate. Intimate. Very uh, intimate. And $10 intimate. gets you sauna privileges, a.k.a. a video feed. Which means Brian and I, you can see our episode. That's not the free feed episode. That's the Patreon episode. That's right. Ten dollars, you get every episode video. And this month, we're giving two dollars from every Sauna Privileges membership to Color of Change, a fabulous charity. Fabulous Color of Change deals specifically with racial justice and responding to injustice in the world. They. These are the people done, that got Zoom to, to put a person of color on their board. Excuse exactly. Me. And they yeah, hold they're real, corporate- They're real needle movements. They go into, the, they hold political leaders accountable. They hold business people and corporate leaders accountable and attack one thing by one thing of any sort of system of inequality. And they actually, you see results fast with color of change. Yeah, your no, your money really goes right to the heart of the problem. It's a really impressive organization. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, look, we've gone on too long. 
We got to get into this episode. This is a really fun one. It really is. Okay. Without further ado. Please. Things in the carriage house. Da na 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 na. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What is that? What a. Da, That's da, our theme da, song. Da, da, That's oh the last. <laughs> Do you want to know something, Rana? <laughs> when I listen to the episodes, it's usually it was- when. When we're doing a quality control. Ronald likes to do a quality control on all the episodes. Oh, I do a quality pass. Yeah. That's right. No question. So I'm so used to hearing the episodes sometimes without the music that sometimes I forget the tune. Get out of here. Yeah. How could you forget our fabulous tune? It's so good. I purposely listen to the finished cut when it comes in so that I can hear the music. Ah. I mean, it really is like, I feel like I'm on like, um, Port Aransas, or no, not Port Aransas, like um, Port Aransas. What's that? <laughs> what is that? What is it's, Port? A- it's the what? lesser known beach town uh, in Texas, other than South Padre, Padre Island, or whatever. There's Padre, and then there's Port Aransas. It's lesser known, Brian, but that's actually the whole a, thing was you're off. You're in a you're in a very dirty frame right now. I have to tell you, what does that that's mean? That's a very dirty frame. I want meaning. You're to the, a little too far to the left or the right, or there's too much headspace. I oh, want you I? to, I want you to, as Cody Riggs, be my Peloton would instruct you oh, would say, go. get your life together. Okay, hang on. When we're getting ready to do another push on another hill, he says, "Okay, everyone, make sure that your wig is on tight and get your life together." I have to tell you, and my my wig does not feel <laughs> like itself right now. I need a haircut. Anyway, okay. Get your, get your life together. You're going to love Cody Riggs. I, you know, I'm getting him on soon. You okay. know, I know you think you're not going to because mm-hmm. you think I think. Look, if there's anything I understand, it's that I don't like anybody who people say, I have a friend just like you. You're going to love her. And yeah. I think I'm not interested in your friend who's just like me. I'm already being me. So I don't yeah. need any help in that department. I talk to but myself all day long. No, Cody isn't like you. He's just fun. Well, what does that mean, Rana? He's only fun. You're fun plus. Thanks. You're fun plus smart, fun plus handsome, fun plus well-read, fun plus informed, fun plus (sighs) active. You're all the funs. Fun plus, you're a wonderful travel companion. Ronick, this is this is what I need to tell you. I can't just. I I have to say that trip we took to Budapest. Ah. It feels like a reverie now. It feels like it was a fa- – it really feels like it was a fantasy. And it also feels like it could never happen again. It feels like it could never But not because of the pandemic. Well, why? Because we know each other so much better now that I think that you would re- you're going to refuse to travel with me when this is all over. Rana, all I'm thinking about <laughs> is traveling with you when this is over. I think that you're going to refuse to travel with me cuz you're going to all the things you thought were charming about me before mm-hmm. are going to start driving you crazy. Oh, Rana's Oh, Rana booked a tour guide. Oh, Rana decided we were going to dinner. Rana, oh, you're the Rana, reason. Rana, you're the reason. Does she that think trip. I just want to go to the beach today? Is that what she thinks? Everyone should Oh, you be got a so- cabana at the beach, but Rana? 
Oh, you rented a boat? What if I don't want to get boat sick? I'll tell you, if anything, I felt a little bit guilty on that trip because I feel like I didn't contribute a thing. Oh, I had half I had half of it put on your room. Everyone should be no, I know you did, but everyone should be (laughs) everyone not not half. Not half. Rana, I told you to put half on my room. But you didn't check the bill too closely, did you? (laughs) Or you or you did and you didn't say anything. That is not true. Look, you know I wanted to trade, so I trade. I love everyone. To trade. Sh- everyone should be so. It feels like you've won a prize when you travel with Ron. I do truly. love to trade. I love to trade. Well, I was watching The Price Is Right last night, which is my new thing. I record it every day. Oh, I, 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 I record. You are really running out of trash. I, I tell. I'm telling you, it went from 90 Day to Doctor Phil to Price Is Right. I'm glad you're off, Doctor Phil. Really, I'm. All, I was on and I'm off, and I have to say, I really just need. He'll to, suck I, you in, though, Doctor Phil. If you're in a doctor's office and he's playing, I mean, you know he's no, I used to have. He, he understands drama. You know, he used to be. I used to have like fantasies about him. Sexual fantasies, like ten years ago. And what would happen? Wow! Well, I did it was not. only it was only ever in a dream. It was never like in real life. But I was always turned on by him. What do you mean by in real life? Were you two working in the same office? And you no, but I worked really in an ha- o- I, I worked in an office once where there was a huge picture of him right outside my office. Have you ever seen him in person? Never. I bet, and I can't believe I'm going to say this because I do not find Doctor Phil attractive. But no, I, I don't either. But I bet in person. Okay. All right. You want to go down this road? Because this wasn't the road we were going to go down. But if you want to go down it, we can. Let's let's hit the hit the gas. And by the way, we should ask Hungry Girl. She's probably met all of these people in oh, person. That's probably true. I bet Dr. Phil is in better shape and has a more powerful aura in person, that he's very confident and he's tall. I think tall. so, too. I so I bet so he's too. a little bit sexier in person than you would imagine. I agree. But then I was watching uh, Family Feud for two seconds the other night. Sure. And Which I, is the same idea, really, as prices, right? It's basically like watching a slot machine. Well, I have no, <laughs> I have no interest. That actually, I think, is denigrating to prices, right? I will say. You're right. There is a history. They work hard on their games. They do. And they're very clever and they're so attractive looking. But Steve Harvey to me, I was sort of looking at Steve Harvey, who I have no interest in, and who I don't think is funny, and who I think is one of those people who used to be funny, and then became angry. Not well, I angry, remember that letter. But, well, he sent that letter. Yes. Remember he sent that and letter And everybody around. knew it's telling people not to look at him. Don't in talk the eye, to him. Or talk yeah. to him. Or stop him in the hallway. They're going to be fired. Yep. Don't do your job when I'm trying to not be bothered. Correct. But- he, but this happens to comedians often that they're the life of the party and they're the clown, and then they resent it when they become famous. They resent 100%. that that's what people want from them all the time. Yep, they want to just be regular people loved for regular things. Yeah, and that's not how you got invited to this party, is my answer to that. You have to, you get a real big chip on your shoulder. Yeah, but Steve Happy's in good shape, looks great. I was surprised, I thought to myself. He's he's standing up very. He used to be very heavy, Steve Harvey. Yeah, he looks. He's good. He's in terrific shape. Prime time ready. Did you watch the documentary about Prices Right about the guy that beat the system? No, but I think you're thinking of um, No Whammies. Why? What game was that? You know, No Whammies, No Whammies, No Whammies. No, um, there was a guy that beat the Prices Right game. There was, because there's also a documentary about the guy who beat the No Whammies game. No, there's a guy that went over and over and over again. Okay. To the audience. 
and he would cheer other people on and he would scream the prices from the back of the room. And then they became oh aware God. of him. It's pretty fun. Yeah. He's from like Sacramento or something. And he was getting the prices right? So he, of course, he knew, he knew he had a spreadsheet at home of all of the prices and he would memorize them. So he knew when this item comes up, it's this. And he knew, he knew how it all, he figured out how the whole thing worked. Wow. But what's funny about that is people figure out how things work and, okay, now we're going to get into this. People figure out how things work, but even the show doesn't really know how they work. So when people start hacking sure. the system, the show is forced to figure out itself to have a reckoning with their own system, with these games of chance, which leads us to quiz on sure. AMC, Padme, which has Matthew McFadden, okay. who everybody loves, Tom Wamgans from uh, Succession. Sure. Oh, yeah. So good. Sian Clifford, who's the sister from Fleabag. Bro- she is so, so good. The brother-in-law from Catastrophe, the Scottish guy. So funny. And 500 other people who you are. Oh, and Michael Michael uh, Sheen. Oh. Playing Chris, Ter- Chris Tarrant. So it's about who wants to be a millionaire. Got it. And that original sort of hack thing, that ha- scandal that happened there. The quiz show thing? Yeah. But yeah. it's not a quiz show. Quiz show with Ray Fiennes is obviously going to be my pick. Right. But, uh, and I have to say, I watched the first episode. I was so excited. Incredible cast. Da, da, da. Total raspberry. Ugh. Raspberry. Should get the I, raspberry I heard you don't award. need to say it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Do you remember raspberries? Is that what those were called? Yeah. <laughs> The Razzies. The awards were called the Razzies. The Razzies. But Rana, do you understand that one time I got to spin the wheel? <laughs> you really I'm like. Gonna, I'm just going to keep doing that to try. You really to like giving raspberries. Raspberry, 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 raspberry. Oh, somebody wrote just about blueberries the other day. Oh, great! And it is almost blueberry season. I, I do have to remind. <laughs> I mean, it's come to it's coming. So you've too been early. watching Prices Right, that, Ronna, and you've been dreaming about the Showcase Showdown. Is that the idea? Yes. Do you also know that one time I I got to spin the wheel of Prices Right? <gasps> Is it heavy? Yes, but most of every you talk. I have to say, I saw a bunch of the games from that show backstage at yeah. uh, CBS at Television City. Is that what they call Television City? That's CBS. I think they do. Yeah. yeah. So I got to see a bunch of them backstage because guess what? By night, that same set is Bill Maher. So they just take all the games off and redo it. And it's Bill Maher's show on the weekends. And I have a friend <gasps> who writes on Bill on real time. I did not know. I didn't know any of that. I certainly didn't know you had a friend who wrote quote unquote on real time. So <laughs> he. Have I met that friend? I don't think so. No. He's like a proper, like, he's like a dad with like kids in college. Hmm. Oh, not the guy that runs the show with the glasses. No, he doesn't run it. Okay. Um, but backstage, I got to spin the wheel and although that is the, it is the most magic of television show that's ever existed because you go up to those games and they look like nothing. Like if you took a picture of them, you would just be like, this is, it seems like you could knock this over with a a fingernail. Yeah. Yeah. But it is on camera. It's gorgeous. But I got to spin the wheel. It was really fun. And I got to go on the one life to live set. I love the red spackly letters. Did you, uh, numbers, did you get to a red spackly number? Well, I saw them pass. I don't remember what I landed on. Yeah. Yeah. And the One Life to Live set. 
which is tiny. I was going to say, is it the size of a 200 square foot apartment? You could not imagine even like when, when at the police station there, it's literally like four feet by four feet. Yeah. And when they're walking, they're basically <laughs> tiptoeing. Yeah. Like they're putting like one toe in front of the other. It's crazy. It, show business really is something, Rana. Are you still watching First Dates Hotel? Um, I'm now I'm watching First Dates Australia. Oh, I can't do that. Oh no, but you, you can. No, it's I don't so think I good. Can. If you want to pick out a couple of episodes for me to to flag okay. for me, sure. But I really have a very hard time with that accent. I just do. And I, I know understand. we and I know we have a lot of Australian listeners. <laughs> so you know what? Okay, here's what I'll do. If you flag a couple of episodes for me, I'll watch them because I think as Australian ep- uh Listeners would appreciate us talking about an Australian show. Rana, all I do is they say a sentence and then I try to imitate it immediately. And I love when they, some of them say no like this, nar, and I love that. <laughs> nar. Yeah. I love it. Oh, that is funny. Well, Rana, the point is on a showcase showdown recently, someone, yeah. one of the offers was for um, a week-long trip to Yosemite plus a week-long mm-hmm. trip to Peru plus a week long mm. trick to Norway. And I, and by the way, they're giving away cars now all like the crazy. Peaks. All the peaks. All the peaks. And they're giving away cars like crazy. Oh, on the I show bet they are. You can't. No become... one can travel and no one can buy a car. And also, no one's buying cars. <laughs> exactly. So cars they're just, are way down. Yesterday, this is the they right gave time away, to buy a car if you can afford a car. Yesterday, they gave away three cars on the same episode. That never happens. That's all they've got. That's all they've got. That's so, like when we get into the Aesop soaps. Uh, or or the origins body hugs, where we think where we think, what can we get? What can we possibly give away? Let's exactly. just give that away. Yeah. Like I tell you, you know what would be a huge thing is if on Prices Right they gave away huge containers of Clorox wipes. Then I would bid twenty five thousand dollars. And you yeah, you'd be motivated. But anyway, it got me to thinking: where are we going to go first? Because I know that I want to go to Croatia and I want to bathe, and yeah. I want to do a little bicycle, and I want to do a little. Um, Whatever it's, they call it. It's interesting that you brought up the um, bicycling, the cycling, because that's something I I was thinking. Maybe I want to take a cycling tour through the south of France. So or be- it doesn't have to be south of France. But I was just thinking, wouldn't it be fabulous actually at this moment to be out in the front? And I'm doing all my pelotoning, of course. So my yeah. cycling is is hot, hot, hot right now. And I thought that would feel fabulous. We should do it. Because you really don't – how wonderful to see the countryside through the little towns, which I love. Me too. And I've and never then, actually done a trip like that. No. So I was thinking – it's very funny. I was thinking three days of cycling. Okay. And then – because really, what do we can do? Five days of cycling? Come on. Right. I mean, get out of here. Three, four, fine. Yeah. As long as three isn't really two. If you know what I'm saying, I do know what you're so, saying. We but get like it's, there on Thursday it's like a night. Morning we of start training. on yeah. yeah. Then we get used to the bike on Friday. Uh-huh. Then we and it's over on Saturday. Forget it. No way. Because really, three is really two, and five is really three. So no. okay, let's say it's five days. Okay. But then we get on a badge. We do the Belmont badge where we just float. That's all we got. That Belmont barge from town to town after. Yeah. That. Sure. And then we leave France. Okay. And maybe we go to Croatia. I definitely, it's important to be to be on water, and it's important to me to be out in the open, and it's important to me, of course, to see. You know, I love a battlement or a fort or sure. whatever. Yeah. We're not gonna. I don't want to insult Electropope, but we're not gonna get much at in Croatia. 
And but, Ronna, can I say it's gonna this? It's going to be a lot of triptychs and a lot of, uh, you know. Bombed out churches. Yeah. But can I say Love this, Love a Ronna? bombed out church. Oh, me too. Are you kidding? We've yeah. eaten in one. But what I want to say is this. <laughs> we did. In Budapest, they have all those ruined pubs and yeah, restaurants. it's true. Now, Ronna, um, and I also think it's important for us to take a trip that the listeners would be proud of. So should we go to Ukraine and find Lana? No. <laughs> I do not want to go there. There wasn't one thing about I any of that footage. I want to go to Ukraine to meet Lana for an afternoon and just buy her a purse. And then I want to- And you bring know makeup what? from okay. Sephora. I keep forgetting to say this and I texted it to you and now it's weeks late as now now anyway. Oh, you did text me something about Lana. And we will have already discussed probably on the Patreon a lot about this because the reunion will have Coming happened. Coming right up. Uh, but I want to just point out the fact that Lana- was always wearing sneakers and gym clothes when she came to meet David. So she could run away. And for a Ukrainian girl to do that, I she mean- She really didn't give a shit. I don't think you can understand the levels on which that is. I mean, think that was basically like rolling out of bed in her pajamas and coming to meet him. But a beautiful girl like that, the time that she was spending in the gym, the time that she, at least in the first little video we saw of her, there isn't a world where she went to meet a handsome man that she wanted to sleep with and spend the rest of her life with that she wouldn't wear a heel. I, I don't mean, think about think about Varia. I think your chain is hitting the microphone. Excuse me. Well, I hear like a sound. Maybe well, I'm wrong. I, I think it's your chain that's that- hitting the microphone. Oh my god, you're right. Is it? Uh, well, that's you smashing your microphone <laughs> right now. <laughs> Sorry. Honestly. Okay, yeah, All maybe right. you're right. Adjust your jewelry, because I guessed to see <laughs> And we haven't even gotten to any of our comments or anything else. I know, but we got some wonderful All right, do ones. a couple of quick comments. Okay, and then I'll we'll, do it real and fast. And then we'll, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Lexi Scud gave us five stars, and the her little subject line is dancing like a maniac. Excuse me, have I found the greatest podcast that ever was? Thanks yeah. for making me laugh out loud every week, twice a week. Of course, I'm a Patreon subscriber. In any event, my only complaint is that I wish you would put out a new episode every day. Thanks for the wonderful break in a scary world right now. I'm questioning if I should be... Okay, we'll skip this last line. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> uh, Jess in Blue gave us five stars and says, ask Rana or else. If I could give six stars, I would. Huh. Rana and Brian are a delight, and they've got advice like the carriage house has style. I'm now a devotee to the Harold Lancer skincare products, the Dash Ed oh. cooker, oh. and I know what I would do if my Airbnb host died night before check-in. Fill your ears with Rana and Brian every week. You won't be sorry, and you'll be LOLing all the way to the infrared sauna. XOXO, and finally, Discoteco 7, five stars. I wish I could give Ron and Brian 10 stars. Since I started listening, I've become smarter, richer. Oh, and you're the, only, you're the only one. Yeah, no kidding. Unless you bought hydrochloroquine on stock. Correct. Yeah, and, and sold it at the right moment. Kiss, this kiss. Is, this letter is from Senator Richard, what's his name, who sold his stock after he read oh, the intelligence fool. report. What's the latest with that? Is he going to be behind bars? <laughs> he better be, but we're gonna, probably going to have to wait till after the pandemic. I guess so. Um, also, want- for, for all my um, uh, pay, for all the Carriage House members, body part coming. Body part coming. Oh, but another body part coming. Yeah, it's, and a body part coming. We wanna, we'll have to talk about this later, and, and I want to bring it up to Hungry Girl anyway, but our coffee is flying. Are you kidding me? Flying Are off you the shelves. Kidding me. And I continue to enjoy it every day. I had honestly, Rana, this morning I had 
the I go back and forth between the the like vanilla nut I've one. I've even mixed them once. The shades of vanilla. Yeah. That's a good idea. So this morning I had the regular and it's delicious. I have to, and you know, Brian, when they send it to you, they send it in that see-through bag, but they roast it the same day that they send it. They roast it and they send it. And that no is brainer. why it's, and you know, you can get it either whole bean or uh, ground. ground. But yeah. I'm going to do a video because I think people need to really understand yep. uh, the perfect way to do a French press. That's right. Okay, listen, we have a fabulous guest today. And speaking uh, of, I mean, I'm I know a huge Pri- fan. I know Price is Right has been one of your one of your quarantine uh, indulgences, but so is Chew the this Right is, Thing. This one has been your your quarantine girlfriend. That's what that's. Far I mean, I, I probably listen to two or three episodes a day. It's the most you've, comforting show. You've been cheating on me with Hungry Girl. <laughs> that's right. All right, let's get to our guest. Attention, Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Brian. Rana. This is a quarantine treat I've arranged for you. When I told Rana that I had been listening to Chew the Right Thing, I mean, I'm listening to about two or three episodes a day, Rana. I'm into the back catalog. I am so obsessed with our guest today. Maybe I mean, she'll I'm give, a real Maybe fangirl. she's going to give you a chew and tell. I'm a real fangirl because I have to tell you, during the You're quarantine- You're a stan. You're a stan. I'm a total stan. Yeah. It's so comforting. I mean, honestly, what I wanted to do was open this singing her theme song, but I, I'm embarrassed to do it. Well, I need to hear it right now. Guilt-free fries and ice cream squirrels. Squirrels. <laughs> I said squirrels. <laughs> Give it to us again. Ready? Take two. Guilt-free fries and ice cream swirls. Tips and tricks from a hungry girl, 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 girl. Because it's a hungry world. I'm so I'm hungry. so hungry. Yeah. I'm so hungry. But maybe she'll change it to ice cream squirrels. I don't know. The point is, Lisa Lillian, a.k.a. Hungry Girl, New York Times bestselling author, creator of the Hungry Girl brand, she is here with us. This is so exciting. Hi. Can I talk? Yes. HG, you're here. That's your your wind-up, HG. I am officially changing it to ice cream squirrels. That was stupid. How dumb of me to not have done that earlier. Honestly, a, a squirrel eating an ice cream is probably a very cute image. Oh, f- what could be cuter? <laughs> Lisa's song has been in my head for a week and a half, and it's driving me insane. When, but that is how you know. But that's how you know it's a good theme song. It's it is. Earworm. It was from my. It was from the show of yesteryear on Food Network. Oh, it yeah. was. I was like, why not use it? Yeah, Lisa, mm-hmm. do you understand that I wake up with you every? I listen to PBS Newshour in the morning, and then I listen to Hungry Girl. What? What is wrong with you? I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it is so comforting and relaxing, and it's all stuff I've heard of, and it doesn't require like 
It doesn't require me planning a meal like three days in advance. It just is like quick fixes. I'm about to order those hearts of palm pasta noodles. Oh, oh do it. I'm do so it. Palmini. Rana, you don't love it? Yes. Palmini. Rana, I'm going to make Rana Palmini tonight. Or tomorrow yeah. night, I'm going to make you Palmini. Okay. You're going to love it's it. The, you know what? Hearts of palm. No one knew what it was until recently. Well, it was I knew what it, it like was. Noodles. It always came in a salad. Right. You looked at it at the salad bar. You walked right by it. Now it's life-changing. You Seriously. put marinara. Not Honest. me. I love yes. a heart of palm. I love an artichoke hat. I love a – I put that in the same category with a uh, water chestnut and a bamboo shoot. Oh, I Those love are all a water things chestnut. I love. I love them all. I love a water chestnut. That it, they've gone by the wayside. Just like – now, Lisa will understand this. I'm very upset because salted caramel has re- replaced butterscotch, butterscotch in the popular consciousness. Uh, that is true. However, but I would say- seems to be making a little comeback now. It, it is, but that's probably because four out of five times when you taste something that's supposed to be salted caramel flavored, it's, it's butterscotch. butterscotch flavored. I understand, mm-hmm. but they're calling it sal- a fleur de sel, a car- salted caramel. Butterscotch deserves its own place in society. It maybe it'll make a resurgence. It I could want- happen. Look what happened to cauliflower. I mean, Can- come on, that's true. How? Isn't that true? Can you believe how hot, hot, hot cauliflower is? Yes. It's no one time. wanted to look at it. And, and now all no they one talk about eats it cauliflower as cauliflower rice. any longer. Like no one's just like a steaming ahead of cauliflower. I grill it's pizza it. or I'm rice. A, oh, I grill a, yeah, I grill cauliflower. Delicious. Oh, no, so I, I roast it. Delicious. It's good anyway. And then I put it, in, it when it's cold, I'll put it in a salad. Delicious. Lisa. The best. Yeah. What is, because one time I was on American Airlines and they served me a cauliflower steak and I guess I didn't realize what I ordered, but it was literally just a huge piece of cauliflower. I was so shocked. Yes. What mm-hmm. is your favorite airplane food? <laughs> My favorite airplane food. Okay. I have to say American Airlines pretzel bread is my dirty little Mm -hmm. secret. Like I eat it when I always say calories that you eat in the air. I used to tell myself they don't count at all. And sometimes I still cheat and do that. So I like the American Airlines pretzel bread. I love the American Airlines pretzel bread. And I like to (laughs) peel off the crust and eat it separately. Wow. That's like an Oreo situation. It is like an Oreo situation. (laughs) So, is, so you think for you eating in the air is the same as people that drink alcohol in the air. So, probably. Any, so everybody who in their flight, not everybody, but they, you'll get on the on a plane at six thirty in the morning and a guy will order a Bloody Mary or a beer, or like you, five. Yeah, I have you, been next. And to you think is just, this really happening? And then you think on the plane. I mean, I've been on a red eye with a woman who had at least five cocktails. <laughs> yeah. She was I, just. I was, was awful. in the lounge with Joaquin Phoenix once. And it was very funny. I saw him in the lounge and he was eating. And I'm going to say it right here. He was eating. This was the first class lounge at Heathrow. And he had a giant, it was about 11 a.m. He had a giant glass of red wine. Now he's supposed to be a vegan and an al- alcoholic. And then the funny thing was. Are you sure was, it was him? Listen, excuse me. <laughs> if it was wasn't he wearing him, the Joker if it makeup? wasn't him, it was River. Let's put it that way. <laughs> And so I, though there were a lot of those phoenixes, so it could have been leaf or or summer, summer. yeah, right, yep. rain. Wasn't there a rainbow? Rain. In it was a rain, rain, any of them. She used to be rainbow, FYI. But in fairness to him, <laughs> then I got on the plane. I was reading the news. I love to read the British tabloids when I'm on the plane because that's like my cheat in the sky. Is I read newspapers I would never buy because I wouldn't want to give them money, but I love you know I love what the te- what also calorie free mm-hmm. Rana. <laughs> totally <laughs> chomp 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 <laughs> we were talking about the razzies before you got here remember the razzies oh yeah i remember the razzies <laughs> and so in any event 
I was then reading an ad, uh, it was right around when Joker came out and they had an interview with him in the paper after I had just seen him, which was hysterical. And in it, he literally said, uh, I only, I don't drink anymore. I only drink when I fly. There you go. And I well. thought, isn't that smart? He just says that because, well, maybe it's true, but also when he's in a public space, public, no one, yeah. no one can say, I saw him drinking. They said, well, you saw him drinking at the airport. He drinks when he flies. Yeah. I, I, well, I like, yes. Ask. I, I was just, just going to say, you. I watch what people eat on the plane all the time. Do you? Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. Only to be, yes. But only to become furious. It infuriates me to watch other people eat. Sure. I have to say, Especially why is the silverware clanking? The silverware clanking on airplanes is especially oh. loud, and I don't know why. Because the silverware is so cold, I think. Is Makes that sense. it? I don't For know. a while, they weren't even using real silverware, even in first class. Also, to get it out of the package, it has to bang against its friend to get out of the package. <laughs> its friend. Lisa, you've <laughs> talked a lot. This is a personal question. You've talked By a lot. By the way, this is not how this show I works I know, but I, I'm we never, curious. We don't ever talk to anybody for more than two minutes. We get right into the Well, this is the only so. person on the show I've even liked, Rana, if I'm being serious. <laughs> oh, all right. So. Good to Good to know. <laughs> I'll tell. Already, I'll tell Ellie. I'll, I'll be sure I, and send. She was. I'll so be mean sure. To us. I'll be sure and send Mike sure an email and tell him you never want to be on any of his shows when production comes back. Okay, Rana, please. <laughs> All I'm saying is Lisa talks a lot about different bars that you can order or like you know stick in your oh, pocket. She loves bars. I know, yeah. but I want. I've because mm-hmm. different episodes you highlight different bars. What is your number one? What is your go to? Filling, she doesn't, but not she doesn't have filling. it. She doesn't have she doesn't an answer have number for ones. that. No, her answer is she has. She goes through. She goes through love affairs. With well, bars. so far she hasn't. So she wrong. talks about the bar that. No, but tell me if I'm wrong, HG. She goes. She has torrid affairs with bars. I see. And you think, and she talks about them, and they, these poor bar companies they sell a zillion bars based on how she talks about these bars, and then she'll something will turn her head. An apple pie bar, a fig bar, a peanut butter jelly bar by somebody else, and she's on to another love affair. You think I'm fickle. And lo- I don't think you're fickle. I think you love strongly and passionately, but you love you love burns burns bright. Sure. And oh, then you're, you're not wrong. You're not then, wrong. And then those bar companies, luckily, have gotten that initial boost of the love affair, so they keep selling the bus. Hungry Girl. I'll tell you a story about Hungry Girl and I. We've known each other a long time. Yes, you have, Ronna. You've never even Hungry Girl me. took me once to the food show in Anaheim, California. Which is essentially where Na- they're showing- natural, It's which, the natural product. Which I well. said, oh, I'm I not see. going anywhere yes. near Anaheim. And she said, Ronna, put on your walking sneak. Put on your Hogan's. We're going mm-hmm. to Anaheim. And so I went because HG is a, you know, a real, this is a mogul. I know when what HG, I'm t- When HG calls, you answer the phone. Sure. And I said, all right, I'll go to Anaheim. I got my fanny pack and my Hogan's together. And we walked all around the show. We had a Larabah before anybody ever had a Larabah. And HG was the one that pushed the Larabah into the popular consciousness. And she's the reason I know Justin's nut butter and his mother. And tell me, <laughs> tell everyone, HG, why, how Justin got to do the snack patches. I told Justin he needed to make little 100 calorie. It was at the time, it was a 100 calorie craze. I said he needed to make peanut butter packets. Before then, no one had packets of peanut butter. Now everyone in their Ryan grandmother. Do you understand that those are the only ones I buy or the packets? Because I'm like, I can't trust myself with a jar in the house. So I literally only oh. buy the small packets. 
Yeah, that's the only way to go. I mean, that's the whole thing with portion control. I like, guess it's, so. It's the best. What about yeah. what about PB so, Fit? I love it. I love powdered peanut butter. Powdered peanut butter yeah. is life changing. You can do so many things with it. It's like you can use it as flour. You can use it as peanut butter. But it's It'll, not peanut buttery enough. It's I don't know. It's you can the, mix it with peanut butter. It's the I can't believe it's not butter. Of peanut butter. I can't, I can't believe it's not peanut butter of yeah. peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. It's, it really is just peanuts. It's good for you. It's all natural. Yeah. It's, you can mix it with a little peanut butter and, and make the peanut butter go further. Give it for a hardly boost. any fat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to answer the bar question because there are bars that have been, I've been having a pretty long love affair with these bars. Yeah. They're called Atlas Bars. Okay. And I don't know if you've seen them or heard about them, but they have a peanut butter chocolate chip flavor that is to die for. And it's just the texture, the flavor, the satisfaction, the amount of protein. Love it. Fabulous. So does it taste like a candy bar or does it taste like a protein bar? Both. Because it's a fine one. It tastes like both. Right. But it's not one of these chocolate coated situations. And it's not a bar that's like loaded. There's no. Well, because that was the problem with all those bars before there were bars. So oh, with before like power there bar were bars, stuff? Yeah. Before there was even power bar. Power bar, by the way, just mentioning it, I can taste it. I know me too. <laughs> but before there were power bars, there were Weight Watchers bars and Jenny Craig's bars and these bars, things that if you did the diet, you could buy to go along with the diet. And the problem is you'd have one and then you'd think, I could have another one. Yeah, it was they're a, like candy bars. Because it was a candy bar. Sure. Balance used to have those, like the, the original Balance yeah. bar. Yeah. They tasted like candy bars. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't, it's weird because in quarantine, I have not been eating bars because I'm not really you're not on the on go. The go. Oh, I'm right. on the stay. Yeah. So like I have absolutely no reason for a bar. So give us, I can't, this is absolutely not the show we do. So I'm furious. Yeah. But you know what? Let's do an advice. And then I want to hear three suggestions from Hungry Girl on her top quarantine picks. And then can I turn Hungry Hungry Girl onto a discovery I made to see if it's worth anything? Sure. And then you two, and then you two, and then I'll go get my hair done and you two can talk about making huevos rancheros in a mug. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Lisa, we brought you here. Cheesecake in a mug. Correct. Lava cake in a mug. You're missing out, Ron. Huevos rancheros in a mug. Yeah. Okay. Lisa, we brought you here because- Oh, but do you want to ask her about your find? Or you want to ask her Oh, can I do that now? Yeah, sure. Lisa, there's a product called InBooze.com. I-N-B-O-O-Z-E. And I know how you like to do the like little packets in your vodka or whatever, you know, your little uh, flavor packets and that stuff? Yes. Crystal light. In booze, it basically is like a tea bag. They're all sugar free, all natural, and you put them in either your margarita or in your um, old fashioned or in your vodka or whatever you're doing. And they're so good. And it's like just little. Um, they go from like citrus to strawberry to different flavors that are all just natural ingredients. And it's like a tea bag. It's the best, and they're all sugar free. So you like steep it. In it's your- like you steep it. It's like you steep it. It's not a like a powder. No. It's like comes wow. in a little bag and it steeps and it's all like, um, it almost looks like there's like potpourri in there or something, like a dried <laughs> orange peel, this sort of thing, but it's delicious. I have to try it. Yeah. That, but, that sounds like right up, right yeah, up my alley. Yeah. This it's is actually so a shocking moment. Why? Because I didn't think that there was a person out there that could beat HG to the punch on a trend. Oh, it happens. Well, it happens. A friend and I certainly didn't this. think it was Brian. No, me neither. <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked by this. Here's my question. Is it 
Really just a tea that they're asking you to put into alcohol? Have you tried putting it in water? Does it have the same effect? I don't and know. do you take it out of the drink before you serve it? Because it's not, it's kind of unsightly. It actually is it. kind of pretty. <laughs> it really is kind of pretty, but is yes. Is it I, sweet? I take it's it out. It's a sachet? Yeah, it's like a sachet. Is it sweetened with stevia? Do you know what it's sweetened with? It has I to don't. have some kind of, it's definitely I just know they're all, all natural and sugar-free. Oh God, so I should have done booze. more research. Okay. In don't booze. take it to the I lab. I will check it out. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> Brian, we've got to move on to our first That's question. what I already yeah. said, Rana. Okay, so our first what? I have an ally in Lisa. Oh, I noticed. Yep. I absolutely noticed. <laughs> Calm down, Rana. <laughs> okay. You know what? Why don't I go and you two will do the show? How does that sound? I'm sorry, Rana. I'm just kidding. Do, would you it. like me to read the first question or would you like to? I'll read it. Okay. Rana Bryan and Lisa Lillian slash Angry Girl. I'd love to get your opinions on the situation I found myself in. I'm five and a half months pregnant. And in the midst of a job hunt that started right before I found out I was pregnant. I've had a few interviews, but nothing's gotten to an offer. Still, I haven't been able to figure out when is the right time in an interview process to disclose my pregnancy. I know I don't legally have to tell them, but I also don't want to start off a new opportunity on the wrong foot or make it look like I was lying. Besides, I need them to know I'll be gone come October. And now that all my interviews have been moved to a virtual space, it's become a lot easier to hide my growing bump, which has given me more time to avoid disclosing my situation. Alongside that, as I get further along in the pregnancy, I've been wondering when is the right time to stop looking? Or do I even need to stop? Can I be eight and a half months pregnant and trying to find a new job? Is that fair to anyone? There are some practical limitations I'm concerned about too. Namely, losing the four months leave I get from my current job, which I realize is a huge amount of time most companies don't offer, and having good health insurance with a deductible I've already met. I hate to take these kinds of things. Uh, I have to take. I hate that I have to take these kinds of things into account when considering the future of my career. But dot dot dot, America. I really don't know what that means. I could just hunk it down. I mean, I know what they think it means, but I really don't know what it means in this situation. I could just hunk it down and wait out the next four, four and a half months until my leave, but I'm truly unhappy at my job and have been for a while. Help, help me, Rana and Brian. Signed, Ariel. I know HG's got to take a hot take on this. I, I definitely do. Oh, yeah. I think I think Ariel needs to stay put for a few more months. She needs to stick it out. It's not fair to anyone to not do that. It's also not even fair to the baby. Too much stress thinking about a new job. I am all for being honest and upfront, so I would let them know right away in the process if you are looking for a new job. Um, your new potential employer should know because I don't feel like anyone is going to like the feeling of having that sprung on them last minute. But there are a lot of benefits to staying at the job for a few more months, writing it out, and then looking for a new job afterwards. That's my advice. But you're not saying you have to tell your current employee you're looking for a new job. No. They never have to know. Yeah. Not until not until it's time to get their two weeks notice. Or until, you've got a, until you've got yeah. another job. Sure. Yeah. But that's always a, a sort of gray area that people struggle with because people feel that that's being dishonest. But the truth is that's what every single person does, including, you know, when you work for a big company and then you get the letter from the CEO one morning in your inbox that they're leaving or there's a new CEO. 
And they never yeah. told anybody at the company because really these are always delicate moments where you have to sort of, you have to protect yourself and try and be as honest as you can possibly be at the same time. But there's no reason to over-disclose. Yeah, and I don't even think she's thinking about telling her current employer she's thinking of leaving. She was wondering when she should tell the potential new employer that she's pregnant, which I think is also, it's a different issue, but I think that was what she was struggling with. Yes, of course. I'm just saying if there's any, if that's a gray area too for you, if that's, Mm -hmm. if if you're adding that to your list of uh, what do I do here, then- Lisa, did did one of your employees ever say they were pregnant and you fired them immediately? (laughs) That's not legal. (laughs) Nor would I do that. (laughs) Of course not. Plus, I don't even know. Oh, I did have a pregnant employee and she did leave and she never came back. That was sad. But um, no, I mean, it's a really delicate subject. I'm going to say that. And I think that that it's always good to be honest. Also, it seems to me like if you got – I know really nothing from this, but it seems like if you got a job when you're eight and a half months pregnant, how could you really do that job for a few months after you're hired? I mean you really couldn't, right? Well, I mean I guess you could. I I really don't There's a couple of things going on here. There are jobs that – they're looking for someone. I mean, and honestly, this they're seems- looking for someone eight and a half months pregnant. No, but this is much more typical in Europe than it is in America. The sort of thing where they say, we're looking for someone to fill this position. We don't mind if you don't stop for six months. That really doesn't happen in America that often. But maybe often that's what hap- she meant by the happens America in, comment. In other, in other countries. By what? Maybe that's what she meant by the America comment. Uh, dot, dot, dot. It wasn't Rana. But I thought I don't, no, I think it was more of a um, some kind of a millennial shrug. Okay. But I could but you would know better than I would. Well, Brian. I'm tapped into the culture, Rana. What can <laughs> yeah. I say? I skateboard yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, a compost pile. <laughs> right inside your house. Of course. Yeah. In the middle in your, on, the li- on the living room table. In your apartment in Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> uh but there are there are situations in which somebody's they're looking they know somebody's leaving but that person's contract isn't up for six months and then they're going to want to fill that for six months but that's unusual and hard to find and that probably more often happens when somebody hunts you than you hunt them or if you go through an employment agency or something like that but i think the key thing lisa said here in it all of her advice was stella but there's a little key point here which is the amount of undue stress that you're putting on yourself right now. My assumption would be you're anxious about the baby coming. You're anxious about your identity and having the job. And I don't like that. You're putting all of your focus on the fact that you're unhappy in this job instead of focusing on the fact that you've been there long enough to have terrific health insurance, four-month leave, and I can only imagine you can probably coast a little bit at this moment, they know you're eight and a half months pregnant. Your current job knows the situation that you're in. Probably people aren't expecting a ton from you at this moment. Whether they drive you crazy or they don't drive you crazy, you sort of have it made. And the other issue is your whole life is about to change. You don't know how you're going to feel. You have a four-month leave? I'd wait two months in to decide how you feel about your job, whether you want, what kind of job you want, et cetera, et cetera. And that, that would be, I would put this whole conversation on hold in my mind until you were two months into your maternity leave. And then I would pick it up again and say to myself, what do I think I really want? 
I thought I was going to have a nanny and want to go back to work right away. Maybe I want to work part-time or maybe I want something that's more at home, which seems like is going to be a real possibility for people now that people have seen that people work differently during quarantine. The whole world is in flux. And on top of that, your world is in flux. So deal with your anxiety, but don't channel it into this, I would say. Solid. Good advice. Very solid, Rana. And also, um, you know, don't, uh, you know, don't start doing, you know, any hard drugs or anything like that. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, just do in booze during your pregnancy. Correct. Which, no- by the way, I mean, you can have... You can't have a drink or two during your pregnancy, but that's that's not for me to recommend to people. Okay, listen. Now, we have something very exciting today coming up. I mean, we haven't we, done this for a while. We have. I don't even know the last time we did this. When we first started the podcast, HJ, we would have a caller every week. Nice. And we haven't done a caller, but I thought for you it would be fun to bring it back because- Like a real person? A like live a, human? A real live. human being. <laughs> So we're going to go to our caller in a couple of minutes, but maybe you want to give us either, you can give us one of two things right now. Your first quarantine recipe, that's your, that's your favorite find. Or you can tell us the truth about skinny girl margaritas. Those are your two choices. <laughs> something tells me Lisa got there means. first. I, something the tells scoop. me that you maybe well, had one. The scoop is that Hungry Girl had the skinny margarita before Skinny Girl had the margarita. And I have it on good authority that Skinny Girl uh, started harassing. I won't say harassing. Harassing. Was when Skinny Girl was still ri- driving around in her beetle bug in the Hamptons, she was bothering Hungry Girl about her skinny recipe. That's all I'll say. She did. You know what? She did well. I will she, say that. She was did I very first? Well. Were they was I first onto the scene with a, a hungry girl margarita? Absolutely, but I wasn't selling it in stores. No, so you didn't bottle just, it. You made the mistake of not bottling it. I didn't bottle it. Why don't you it? And bottle now it? it's all Rana drinks. But why it's don't the you bottle Skinny Girl? Hysterical. Never, never <laughs> shall it pass my lips. Why don't you bottle it now? Maybe I don't know. I, I'm working on some licensed products. I don't know that cocktails or alcohol will be the first thing, but you know, you never know. Well, you're not a big drinker. No, I wouldn't say I'm a big drinker, but yeah. I make a, I'm a great bartender. Yes, you oh, are a great that bartender. That I know. By the and way, you make, make the and you know what? She makes this terrific, which I hate to tell you. I don't want to have to bring this up again. She makes a fabulous iced coffee drink. I know and all about it. I just want to tell everyone and remind everyone that our coffee, the car- Lisa, did I tell you this? Well, we, we, we had been developing a coffee for several months. Rana I'm dying to try to it. Several and I'm, I'm going to send you a bag of each. We have. Can I, can I win that? Can I be a winner this week? Sure. <laughs> you, you just, you just won. Just yeah. won by showing up. Uh, we have a carriage house blend, which is a gorgeous, bright blonde, excuse me. Ron, like blend. you. Mm-hmm. Sound like someone else I know. Uh-huh. And then we have shades of vanilla, which I don't want you to be confused into thinking that that's vanilla coffee. That is a coffee that happens to have the most gorgeous bouquet of vanilla and nut you've ever smelled Mm -hmm. and totally stands on its own. But then if you want to mix it, if you like a black coffee, it's delicious. If you like a coffee with a crema, it holds up to that too. If you want to use your monk fruit or your Splendor, your this, that, next level treat. Amazing. I cannot wait. Lisa, have you met all the TV show doctors? 
Oh, that's an important question. Have you have met-, I met all? Not all, but many. Did you? What do you want to know about? So we were talking about. Tell okay, what we were talking I about. was talking about. So I I know that you've met Oz. I, I bet you've met the doctors. Like that show. Yes, the do- I, okay. I've been on the doctors. She's been on like the doctors. a bunch of times. Yeah, I've been on Doctor Oz probably maybe fifteen times. I've been did, on a lot. Did you ever meet Doctor Phil? Never. Okay. Have you ever been in the same room as Doctor Phil? I think so. Yes. We're wondering For if sure. he has a, an attractive energy about him because he seems. If he's, like- we're wondering if he's magnetic in person. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I would. That would not be an adjective that I would use, but I don't know. I well, don't know. also yeah. repulsive, repulsive slash magnetic. Also, both. <laughs> Wow. Well, well, his wife seems to really be into him. Robin. She, she is. She holds They do that hand. walk. Yeah. They certainly do. And you know what they don't do during that walk is look at each other, which is fine. I mean, they see each other all well, the time. Well, they don't want to trip. You have it's, to like watch where true. you're going. It's, right. unclear, it's unclear if she's a prisoner in that marriage. I don't know. She's but a he does hold, Wait, wait. He does hold her arm like a chimp in a yes. way. He does. A little yeah. bit. He, he does. does a little bit. He does the grasp. That grab. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to say she doesn't look terrified. <laughs> well, Michael Bublé's wife got in trouble for that. They got in trouble for that because they were on a Zoom and he didn't know that the whole frame was showing. And somebody asked him a question. She started to answer and he smashed her. Oh, cool. Really? And, and smashed it, and he gave, her? He gave, well, he gave her a smack, a little, oh. a nudge or a smack. <laughs> and, everybody, and so people said, oh, is she, is she a prisoner in this marriage? Sure. He basically, with his hand, he said, they came here for me, not you. Listen. With his hand. I don't want to talk out of turn, Rana, but when you are a celebrity. Yeah. And. Yeah, tell me about it. No, I'd love to tell you. And someone tries to butt into that. People pay to see you. They don't pay to see the. It's probably how we're going to feel when we're finally on our tour. I never want you to feel like that, Rana. No, I never want you to feel like that, Brian. <laughs> okay, the last thing I want to say, because then we got to, because our caller, we're going to talk to our caller. Brian, just tell Lisa, because you didn't finish telling me about your sexual fantasy about Dr. Phil, because I, I wasn't clear on what that Well, it's was. not a clear fantasy, just that I think he's very handsome, and I feel like he- But you um, dream about him, you said. I can't go into my dream about him, Rana. That's very- That you hilarious. used to have a recurring Wait, dream about Dr. Phil. I did Phil. have a recurring dream about Dr. <laughs> Phil. And I think part of it was at the time I was working at a place where there was a big picture of him out right outside of my office door. So I feel like that was probably part of it. But yes, I did used to have very loving, sweet, uh, monogamous dreams. Were you on a tandem bike? Were you on a tandem bike together? <laughs> we did a zip line a time or two. Were you were you like sharing a strand of spaghetti? It was. It was very lady in the train. Lady in the train. Very lady in the train. I was the lady, okay. and he was the train. And by the way, no, very I... quickly, I also want to ask Lisa if Mike is as cute as he sounds. He sounds like he's very cute. Mike is cute. Yeah. He looks like an actor, and I can't remember who. You yeah. mean my Mike? Your Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. he's okay. married to Jamie. He is cute. What? He's married to Jamie. What day does the... he has a good voice? What day he does, does the HG nice podcast come out? Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, good, because mm-hmm. we're Tuesday, and I really don't need any more conflicts. <laughs> All right, true. let's bring in. Our, let's go to our phone call, Penelope. Yes. How are you, dear? Welcome. You're on with Rana and Brian and Brian, special guest, <gasps> the mogul, Who? the icon, hungry girl herself, ice cream swirls. Lisa <laughs> Lillian is with us. Wow. Hungry girl oh herself is with us today. Hi, Penelope. Oh. 
Hi, thank you. Thank you, everybody. I'm so happy to be on. <laughs> so Even Penelope, though- we haven't done a phone call in a while. We're delighted to talk to you. What's, oh, good. What's the scoop, dear? T- fill us in. Okay, I don't know how much to say, but the gist of the thing is that um, so I have a one-year-old son. He's okay. my only son. Okay. And um, when everything, when the whole virus lockdown happened, we, you know, my husband and I are fortunate enough to work from home and um, we did not allow anybody else other than who's in our immediate household uh, be in our house or even hold our son. Um, and that extended to everybody, even my, you know, my own mother or the extended uh, family and so forth. And so everybody was okay with it at first. And my mother-in-law, you know, she missed um, her grandchild. And so we're like, okay, well, you, maybe you can come over and um, visit, do a social distancing visit and the, uh, in the yeah. driveway. And so she was okay with that. And in that the was driveway, and you didn't even invite her to the backyard. Well, that it moved to the backyard. Okay. Eventually it did. Okay. And but a social distance so, visit. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So, and that's what we were still doing the backyard social distancing. And um, so she's recently, probably over the past couple of weeks, she's increasingly been wanting to hold the baby because she's, her argument is that now that a lot of, you know, these, um, stay-at-home orders are being lifted, and she's also comparing other people who are allowing, you know, their uh, their sons or daughters allowing them to hold their grandchildren, and so she just feels that she's entitled to hold them, right. regardless of my opinion or you know my wishes. Sure. Yeah, and uh, and then I guess to make things worse, like my husband is he doesn't really care one way or another. And he kind of threw me under the bus when he was having a conversation with her about it. And um, I think he told his words were, well, you know, it's up to, but you know how stubborn she is. And so obviously (gasps) those things that did not, I was very upset with my husband. I was like, you know, we're in this mess because you put us there, you know, Uh, not, yeah. You know, not standing with me and our as a decision, you know, it's our decision ultimately. I hope you also but, blamed him for the entire pandemic because then I think it really would have hit home. <laughs> hmm, I could see an angle for that. Yes. <laughs> and probably for the whole pregnancy thing. Yeah, everything, oh. everything. So it, every well, that's day definitely he does not fault. forget. That's no <laughs> question, his fault. And so, so the, then this led to a fight with everybody. Is that right? Correct. Well, yes. Yeah. So she, um, so I thought that she, she stopped coming around. And so I was like, Oh, I wonder what's going on. I want, because they usually get into weird fights by themselves. And I've, I've never been in the crossfire like this before. And so oh, but I they have there. a sort of contentious dynamic anyway. They love, they love had, and then they erupt and split and come back together. Yeah. She does this yeah. really weird thing where she wishes, uh, shut you out like she's just yeah. will not if she's upset she won't tell you but she'll just let it fester sure. and but yeah so I went over there I was like mm. I was like maybe I'll just go over there because I was like she hasn't seen her grandchild which is weird so I was like well I baked some scones and I was like oh I baked some can I bring some over to you so when I brought them over she sort of ambushed me into 
you know, their own point of view of why I should do it. And so then we had left it to where like, okay, well, I'm not there yet. So let's just leave it at that. And then a week after, again, she ambushed, I feel like I'm being ambushed because it's just being, you know, she's pushing me to where I'm not ready. And so I sort of, I caved in a little because she kept saying like, what's it going to take for me to be able to hold my grandchild? Because I feel I feel like I'm missing out, which is kind of odd because she's allowed to come over whenever. So the only part she can't do is hold him. And um, well, so I was like, well, part. I guess, right? I mean, he's one. And he is one. Yes. Yeah. He is, and he's very cute. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, well, anyway, so I caved in and I said, well, if you quarantine for three weeks and I was like, that means you can't go to the grocery store or anything like that. And she's like, she thought about it for a minute and she's like, okay, I could do that. But then she proceeded to tell me that her husband, she's remarried, had gone back to work. And I was like, well, immediately I was like, whoa, this is, I don't feel comfortable with this. This, this changes things. And where does, he, and where does he work? What kind of a job um, is that? I think it's like some type of a bio, um, bio industry, like biochemistry. Oh, something wonderful. Like that. So he's around disease all the time. Perfect. Well, <laughs> My question is whether he works around a lot of other people or whether there's a sort of protocol in place at his workplace. Well, I'm sure that there is because yeah. she was telling me that there is a protocol. But, you yeah. know, I mean, I just I trust that he's as careful as possible, but I just don't trust other people. Yeah. All right. H.J. Uh, there's a lot going on here. Oh, I mean, there always I, have is. To, I have to say, like, first of all, it is. Your reasoning, the reason why you want to do this, you're protecting her as much as you're protecting your baby, A. You're only, you're following sort of what the doctors are saying to do. It's not like, I feel like she's trying to bully you to some degree Mm -hmm. into um, doing something you're not comfortable with. But I'm also uncomfortable with the way your husband is handling this because he should, you guys should be a united front. And yeah. mm-hmm. that is something that's super important. Um, but I I don't think you should feel bad about wanting to wait a w- little while longer. And I think she should understand that. I think she's being a big baby, honestly, if she won't sort of do what you're comfortable with. This is your baby. And, you know, I think she can wait a little while. At least she gets to see him. That's my opinion. How long have you been married, Penelope? Uh, ten, uh, ten years. Oh, wow, good for you. And this is, is this your first child? Yes. This Who, is going to be our first and only child. Okay. And does, are there other grandchildren or no? Uh, he's an only child. Okay. Unfortunately. So this is the only grandchild. Yes. I mean, I do have to disclose that before all of this, you know, she hardly ever came over even just to visit with her grandchild. So yeah, has so she, I do feel like she's she been, oh. has she been a fire starter in your relationship before? Like is she or really even with no. you? Has she does she no, no, no. Like I said, he it's always with, you know, the the son, the mother the mother and the son. I've never been in the crossfires. But um and she lives like the next city up to me. So it's not like, you know, she lives like very far away. Um how often, yeah, so I don't how often that. would you see her before the pandemic with the baby? How often would you I, see the baby? Maybe once a week if we were lucky. Oh, well, that's kind of I truly lot. thought you were about yeah, to say once. <laughs> <laughs> I truly thought that is once a lot. In 10 years. Once a week is a lot. That's pretty yeah. good. 
Brian. Well, I I thought for like you know for a grand her only grandchild, I would want to come over a lot more than that. And whenever she'd come oh, over, oh, well, be... listen to you, Penelope. <sighs> I know that was doesn't, pretty insightful, Penelope. Doesn't that put a spin? <laughs> you want it when you have your grandchild, you want to move in. Yes. And you want to squeeze him. and you want to change diapers and you want to feed and you want to sniff and you want to do all the things people want to do to babies. Yes. Can well, I have, you wear it? Well, wait, how I would you question. like to be put off for a couple of months? <laughs> No, wait, no, because I know that comes with other things. You know, you have to help. Lisa, what's your question? Does she wear a mask? Is she willing to wear a mask? Well, at first she didn't until we had like a bigger discussion than we did. Then she does now. And and that's not okay. Like she really needs to wear the mask. And why is it okay for her to make those decisions? And you can't make decisions that make you comfortable. Yeah. Right. I will yeah. also say this. I think I differ. I? No. No, you're not. You're <laughs> not, not actually. No, no, no. I think no. I differ a little bit from Ron and Lisa in that I think this is 100%. Well, I haven't given my opinion yet, Brian. <laughs> okay, well, give it's yours just and then me. I'll see. No, well, no, I'd like fine. to Fine, I think Lisa's first. dead wrong, and here's why. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think well, that this, this is... Oh, you, could a, you could cut a promo for a future artist with that, Brian. I know. Jeez. Believe me. Uh, there goes this. There goes the hungry girl brain collaboration on on. Uh, it's over on it's coffee over. drinks. I've yeah. Turned. Okay. <laughs> um, no, actually, I think this is a hundred percent. No question, your fault, and here's why. Because I think, and Ronna, you, and Lisa, you're probably not going to like this answer. And actually, it's a stupid one. I think it is. I think it is your responsibility that your child is not entertaining from a distance. If I were you, I'd invest in tap shoes. I'd invest in a fedora. I would invest in a magic wand. I would do. I would a proscenium stage, build a little stage. Exactly. I would operate the curtains. I would get a Charlie McCarthy doll to dance. All I'm saying is, like, what are we in this world for if not to put our children into show business? And so I think you've really missed an opportunity, and I would even say it's negligent. But beyond that, I do. There is a a tiny part of me that agrees with Lisa in that first and foremost, your husband needs to be on board with this. But second and second most, I also think that perhaps is there a – I mean, this isn't a joke, actually. Is there, like, a hazmat suit situation? I saw someone. I saw someone online hugging their grandchild for the first time, and they were yeah. literally in like a beekeeper outfit, basically. Um, wow! No, I, that's too extreme. It's too extreme. I, and would probably scare yes. your kid. <laughs> wow! I think you need to find out a little bit more about what the protocols are at the stepfather's work, mm-hmm. and and then try and make your best decision about what happens to the family. But the real underlying issue here is there's a power struggle. And yes. your husband is not supporting you. And this mm-hmm. is this is actually going to be a defining moment in the future of your relationship with these other relatives in this family. And also, I hate to tell you, in your marriage. And mm. look, it's not the end-all, be-all. I'm just saying, this is important. He's not respecting you, you or supporting your decision. She's not respecting your decision. You need to make your voice heard in this situation. But I also think you gotta be, you got to be careful about holding on to too much resentment for her. You have to find a way to set the boundary and just say, okay, well, that's my boundary. And sort of let it go there instead of festering over. Well, yes, I see that. But a couple of days ago, her husband 
called and try to go at it again. And he said his words were, we all know that doesn't like, but yeah, they were saying that I didn't like her. I was like, whoa, where's this coming from? They, they, and they, they referenced some random thing that I don't even remember. And it doesn't even sound like these are people who are valid. bored out of their minds. Yeah. They're really... looking for, they're looking for a fight. They're looking for something. To Absolutely. Do. They have to for... stay inside right now and they want and it to I be think, dramatic. And... and you don't have to fight back, but you can just say, I really, um, you could either even send an email or a text or something. And you could say, well, they're coming, they're coming over in an hour. In an hour. <laughs> yes. Well, what are they coming over an hour for? A social distance visit? Is that what it is? Yeah, social distance visit with the grandchild. Well, I think yes. you should consider saying to Jim or whatever his name is, uh, we're delighted you're here. We we love that you're here. But I just want to say, I really didn't appreciate that phone call. Okay. I don't, and I'm going to say this out loud in front of both of you. I love uh, whatever, Julie. She's been a terrific mother-in-law. I I love, she's a great mother to her son. We don't see eye to eye on this and Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And then saying, by the way, eye for an eye. And maybe, and maybe you think I'm being (laughs) overprotective and maybe you have all kinds of ideas about what kind of parent I should be. And, and maybe you're even right, but I have to figure this out on my own. And this is what I feel comfortable with. So we're delighted to have you here. We'd love to have you for a social distance visit, you know, whenever you want to come. But this is really my boundary right now. And it, it isn't personal. It has nothing to do with what you want. It just has to do with me feeling comfortable with the safety of my family. And I really hope you can respect that. And, and then give them says, two big jars of pumpkin and say, go to hungry-girl.com because yeah. you would be amazed <laughs> with what you can do with this single can. And then pour some rat <laughs> poison. Advice all day. Pour some rat poison into the drink. But I think it might be, I think it might be worth saying that up front. Even though it feels like a confrontation. What do you think, Lisa? But I I think some of what you say is perfect. There's no reason to be overly confrontational. I think you Mm -hmm. can address the fact that you do like her and that this is not a personal situation. I think that is the the nugget there that you really should grasp onto. Say it's not personal. This is just me feeling maybe I'm overprotective. I'm sorry, but that's just the way I am. And it's about the safety of my child. And it's not a personal thing. And, and we, I think they'd have to respect and understand yeah, that. And this sure. is a new world and we're all dealing with new rules right now. And if yeah. they start for arguing with you, just say, I'm not going to argue. I just wanted to tell you where I stand. Well, what about ba ba I'm not going to argue. I just want to tell you where I stand. Okay. Well, I like that because I did want to say something. I just didn't want to, yeah. you know, Just don't get heated it. about it. No, yeah. And right. don't, don't get heated. Don't ignore it. and clear. And you can say, I don't care if it, <laughs> you think I'm the worst mother in the world for doing this. I'm just trying to find, just like you were a, mo- a young mother once, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to find my way through it. This is what I feel comfortable with. And I'm really, honestly, really, really looking forward to the day that you can hold him again because I'm getting, because it would be nice to have a break. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And your husband better back you up on all that. And if he doesn't, you should have some choice words for him once they leave, but never in <sighs> front of them. Right. Yes. Good luck, Penelope. All right. This has gone on too long. Penelope. I'm rooting for other you. people to help. You're Thank not you, the only everyone. person in the world. I have to Bye, tell Penelope. you. Bye. It was Bye. great chatting with you, dear. Let us know what happens. Yes. Okay. Send us a letter. Okay. Lisa, okay. I will. is Thank your you. mother pretty respectful kiss, kiss. to your husband? And is your husband's mother pretty respectful to you? Does everyone know, know the deal? I mean, we live so far away and my right. husband's mom passed away a couple of years ago, but she was just 
you know, everyone's got their family yeah. issues, yeah. but I think communication is key. Yep. And there's always been open communication. And that is the key to smoothing out all the problems. How was Bob's mother, uh, Rana? A, a force of nature. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I bet you you were two peas in a pod. Uh, there were <laughs> moments, but more often she wanted us in her pod. And I said, uh, we have our own pod. We'd be happy to visit your pod. But yeah. thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that last bit is very important, which is, you have to define how you want your life to be with your partner and with your family. And other people may not like that, but you have to hold, you have to hold firm on that. How do you want to run your household is important. And you have to always be open to communication, always open to listening because really there's a lot of, honestly, there's just a lot of feelings here. I can understand the grandmother's point of view entirely. And I can also understand a lot of older people are not taking this very seriously and they think she's being frivolous and overprotective. And and by the way, she might be, but that's her journey as a young mother. Well, and, and they're the ones that are in more danger. So I do, I've seen that. I've seen a lot of people that are older that are just out and about doing whatever they would normally do. And they're the ones that are at risk. Before we finish this up, Rana, is there a way that Lisa could give us a couple of quick recipes? Absolutely. Lisa, are we just going to do okay. that? Are we going to do that? I want to do that quick lobster question if we can, oh. if we have time. Do we have time? Lisa, do you have a few minutes or do you have to I've go? got, I've got time. Okay. Okay. Is that all right with you, Brian? Yeah. I just have to leave by, uh, in within like the next 35 minutes. I got it. Oh, okay. I thought okay. you were going to say five minutes. No, 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 no. Oh, absolutely. Okay. No problem. Let's do, let's do this lobster question. Sure. And then let's do our tips and then let's get out of here. You got it. Okay. Hello, Ron and Brian. Your show has been the Calgon of my quarantine. I live right outside of Washington, D.C. in Maryland. I've been working from home with my husband and my four-year-old son for 12 weeks now. I've lost count. While we are very lucky to both be able to work from home and we are all safe and healthy, quarantine, quarantine has become a monotonous drag. I've been trying to keep everyone's spirits up with special dinners and occasionally having some craft beers and charcuterie boards delivered from local restaurants or markets. With Father's Day coming up, I want to do something similar. My husband's from Connecticut and vacationed with his family in Cape Cod as a child. He often reminisces about eating lobster on vacation. Being from a military family regularly stationed in the southern U.S., I know nothing about lobster or the Cape. Can I order lobster to be delivered? Is that a thing? Or do you have any other fabulous fun suggestions for food deliveries that might make my husband feel special on Father's Day? Anything that might make Father's Day dinner different from every other dinner over the past... 12 weeks. Thank you for your suggestions and all that you do. I listen to you almost every night with headphones on while washing dishes. You truly have been my Calgon of quarantine. Thank you, John. Now, this will come out after Father's Day. And hopefully he probably, and he hopefully he will have done something, but I think it's a, I think it's a valid summer question anyway, as this drags on and on. Lobster delivery. Now, HG loves they, she loves a fruit of me. She loves a seafood tower. I do, and there's plenty of options to have lobster delivered. Yeah. I know that. I know. I know. You know, being more familiar with that part of the world than I am, you might make fun of the fact that I love legal seafoods. But I they love do it a too. Great, oh, I love so legals. good. The My, best. Well, when I'm going through airports, which has been a while, I get, I often get to the airport 
early in Boston to the JetBlue terminal when I'm flying Met. Yep. So that I can have a cup of chowder at the at the uh, legal's counter. On Even the their Caesar there is unbelievable. That's what I get. I get a Caesar and I get a cup of chowder. So good. I get the light chowder. The best. I, I, don't I haven't tried it. I have to try it next time. It's the best. I love legal. The best. And they send lobsters, and there's a lot oh. of options for yeah. sending lobsters. So, they send I mean, lobsters. I think McLoon's is what it's called in Maine sells lobsters, and I think they're on Gold Belly, which I always talk about. Gold Belly, love Gold Belly. But honestly, this is a this is a two second Google. Sure. I mean, and I think uh, there were also people that do clam bags. If that's something that interests you, there which is they sort of send oh, sure. a clam bag. That's true. And then there's Brown Trading in Maine. Uh, Brown Trading Company, who I don't think they do lobsters, but they do just about everything else you could possibly want. I do have a connection oh. of someone who's never been in the delivery business, but who is in the lobster business. Oh, and the lobster. Lisa, oh, I've been God. seeing someone in town just <sighs> through the windows. Um, he comes to the window. <laughs> That's the best way, honestly. Yeah, he comes to the window, and if Ron has made me food, I'll throw some food out for him or whatever. But he, <laughs> he's 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 half German chef and half black lamb. <laughs> but he he is a, he deals he deals he deals in in lobsters, and I'm sure if with the right sort of. I mean, I have one of those ice packs, Rana. You probably do too. We could just slip one in with some lobster and. Send oh, you them want up. us to pack the lobsters and send them to them? That's well, he's not going to know idea. how, but he would have them. We could just. He doesn't put ship lot. Brian, maybe this is the opportunity to expand the lobsterman's business. Maybe you could teach him how to make one of those cute lobster businesses, like those American Express commercials, Lisa, from be, the 80s, where they'd say, Oh, yeah. Well, we don't, we only sell fresh lobster and we only take American Express. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I thought since you're better at that, actually, I thought both of you would, if if I got the connection of the lobster that Lisa yeah. and Rana, you could probably take care of the delivery stuff since you're more seasoned at that kind of thing than I am. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, I love going to the post oh, office during I'm the just, pandemic. No, I'm going to get on my big wheel and just deliver it yeah. personally. You know what? I'll just drive down there. What's the big deal? Put it in the back of my ML and I'll drive down there. Okay. Well, if you want. But anyway, I, that was just yeah. an offer, but he's not you know, online yet. A, you know what? That's such a good idea. Why don't you get a client list together and I'll stop being, and I'll get, I'll do my lobster route from You can on. get that skinny girl beetle uh, and, and drive it around town with lobsters. <laughs> but actually, this isn't a bad segue into li- your quarantine recipes, oh, Lisa, because I can't wait. if someone is trying to make a special night or even just a little lift in your own day, because I think part of what's going on in here is people want to break the monotony and you want to feel indulged. But you also don't want to feel like you gained the quarantine 15. I mean, this is the yeah, ultimate it's dilemma. A thing. It's so a total thing. So what have you sort of top things you've been doing or recommending and that people have really, really loving? Because you've been doing those wonderful Facebook t- uh, tutorials. Yeah, I've been going live on Facebook like almost every night. I think I've done like 50 videos. And it's all about finding things that are going to satisfy you, that are not going to make you gain weight. Everything is portion controlled. There are a lot of like everything in a mug. I know you were making fun of the mugs, but like I've did my favorite, I think, has been I call it the Big Debbie oatmeal cream pie in a mug. Oh, my God. I can't wait. And. It's Not the, the little best. Debbie, but the big Debbie. It's the big Debbie because yeah. it's it's actually bigger. But like the recipe is online, but it's more like it's just oats and a little bit of whole wheat flour, a little bit of swerve brown sugar, which is like my new favorite thing ever. Um, a little bit of baking powder. And you bake this up and I'm going to tell you, you slice it in half and then 
I love to use cocoa whip, which is like this vegan whip topping sure. in the okay. center of it. And it looks like a gigantic, humongous oatmeal cream pie. Oh my God. That it is so good. For like 200 calories. Yeah. So they have to, to die for, for it. And they, but you make it in a mug or not? Make it in a mug. Yeah, of course. Okay. I do a whoopie pie in a mug too. I don't want to say oh, that's number two. Oh, but. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm sure so you do. And what it's about- It's so good. What's your second um, one? An isolation mocha. Everybody is like ah, obsessing over coffee and yeah. like I'm doing all the coffee drinks. I'm doing the Dalgona whipped coffee, sure. but the I love isolation. Delgona, yeah. yeah, the Dalgona is good. So much fun. And well, we so share easy. a love of instant coffee also, but only in certain circumstances. Like when you run out of your Rana coffee and you just need that extra sure. two days to get you through sure. the month. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, for frozen coffee, I like to use instant, but yeah. I will try the Rana coffee. Absolutely. Especially I'm going to send vanilla. you, I'm going to send you to a bag of H. Yeah. I love it. Um, and my isolation mocha uses cocoa powder and a little bit of cinnamon. And I am not embarrassed to say that I like French vanilla sugar-free coffee mate powder. It sure. makes everything taste so much better. Uh-huh. And, and you only need like a tiny bit, right? Like the tiny, tiniest. Yeah. A couple of teaspoons. Yeah. And and I love unsweetened vanilla almond breeze. That's always for my lattes. That's my milk of choice because yeah. it's so creamy. Thirty calories for a whole cup. Wow! So I make these mochas that have about eighty or eighty-five calories, and they're like really out of this world. Are they hot or cold? Iced. Uh huh. So, but do you isolation? Sure. But then, oh, <laughs> but then do you? But with the almond milk, do you just pour it in, or do you sort of whip it up first? I pour it in. So yeah. like I will um I will use hot water to dissolve all the ingredients first. Yeah, and course, then I yeah. add the almond milk and then a lot of ice. It's all about yeah. the ice. Sure. I have one of those pellet ice makers. It's the best. Those are not cheap, but they they're I I imagine they're worth it because that ice looks gorgeous and it's like exactly it's what the you best. Want. Yeah. They make countertop versions. You can get them on Amazon. Oh. I mean, they're still not even the countertop ones are probably three to five hundred dollars. Yeah. So they're not cheap. But there's but nothing it, better than totally a great ice. Well, that's for sure. I'll have you know mm-hmm. that someone gave me an a countertop ice maker. Can you bring it to uh, the carriage house for for Hanukkah this year? Oh, and I was gonna put it in the carriage house, which I probably should, but it really didn't meet my standard. And <sighs> so, even to put it in the carriage house, I thought. Because it's the kind of thing that you have to, it's really potty ice. So what happens is it makes the ice and then it sits in there, but the machine itself, depending on how much money you want to spend, at least the one I got, is not a, is not a refrigeration device. But you so don't it's need almost it for this like recipe. It, but it makes ice and then it sits and the, the ice becomes like it's sitting in a cooler, essentially, as opposed to a, a, a freezer. Got it. So it's not like you can just have a bucket of ice waiting for you. You really need to use the ice within a few hours of making it. So well, I would you could just, freeze it. Well, okay, but I have a goddamn freezer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you could use your freezer to freeze yeah. the ice. Well, I you could have use better my, ice in the freezer, or I could use my freezer to make ice. But because it's not the, as good. But whatever. no, because the I problem with the countertop ice is you have to pour the water into it to make. It's like an easy bake oven of ice. Great, you sold me. <laughs> Well, then I'll leave it at the ca- at the carriage house, Brian. For Thank you. you, Rana. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a third one? You quarantuna. My quarantuna salad boats. Those are the <laughs> best. So, like, I'm not. I've never really been big on carby like breads and things. So, I like to find other ways to have my like vehicles for whatever I'm eating, whether it's tuna, turkey. So, I take um, cucumbers and I scoop out. I cut them in half. 
horizontally, scoop out the seeds, and then I fill it with my corn tuna salad, which is tuna salad that uses (laughs) mustard, pickles, red onions. That's it. Terrific. No celery. Celery makes everything way worse. And I just like mustard in my tuna, and it's fantastic, truly. Brian, have you made any recipe off the podcast? Are you just listening? I just am listening so far, but I am. I know, but I am going to make this oatmeal situation, oatmeal cream pie situation, and I'm also going to make the tuna. I just don't have the sugar-free stuff. Everything else you've mentioned, I have. So once I get the coffee-made stuff, I'll try that coffee, but I'm definitely going to make the other two. I love tuna more than anything. Go to Instacart. Just Instacart That's everything. True. Just have him deliver. I know Brian's the hunt gatherer. He's going to have to go out and get it because he gets all my groceries too while he's out there. <laughs> Do you have um, any beefsteak tomato centric recipes? Oh, no, please don't. <laughs> Not really. Sorry. That's well, okay. I'll say this you two share a love of Trader Joe's. Love it. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I was there yesterday. How do you not love Trader Joe's? Great question. Can I no, please take you there? I am please a, go with absolutely me. not. I want to go back to the food show with you. We used to walk around and say to people, make that 100 calories, put it in a container, <laughs> cut that in half. We hate you, sign. I'm not kidding. We'd walk around and say, if you, we oh, hate this is delicious. This is delicious. You ever thought about changing your logo? That's what we would do. Just walk around. And, but we were like the Fab Five of the food show. Sure. We would walk in and we would say, oh, I like this. Have you thought about doing it with mozzarella? And well, guess would, what, yeah, Rana? Yeah. I have no notes for Trader Joe's. Yeah. Zero. Well, I so do. you should go there Stop with Stop ringing that goddamn bell in my ear. <laughs> Take off that stupid shirt and don't talk to me when I'm trying to check out. Wow. Okay. Arch. In any, though, I will say I have to give them credit that they their research and development is like no other, and they're constantly coming out with new snacks and new ideas and all of oh, that. Oh, there's, there's so no- So innovative. It's impossible. It's Im- They are like- the, uh, there's okay. no well, way this to isn't describe a, this how isn't to Trader Joe's infomercial. Yes, Lisa. it is. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Okay, listen, we got to do our giveaway. Okay, so Lisa, every week we give away something that we like and respect and love to someone who we think one of the people who wrote in to someone who we think needs it or could use it. It really just is whomever we want to give this to. It, it, there's no criteria. So, Rana, it's what are usually, we giving? Oh, yeah. a, it's usually a gorgeous hand soap or a. A beautiful lip balm or a a mini waffle maker or a mini waffle maker or a dash egg cooker. Do you have one of those, Lisa? Love. Oh, yes. (gasps) Do you have one? That's because I was going to send you one if you didn't have one. I have the red one. Okay. Game changing. So that's usually what we do. But in honor of your visit, we've decided this week we're giving away the Hungry Girls Simply Six Spiral Bound Cookbook. Fabulous. Wait, when do I get one of those? There's no spiral on it. Is there not a spiral? (laughs) No. No, but I would love it. So which book do you think we should, in this moment, to meet this moment, which book do you, or or card pack or whatever do you think we should give out? Simply Six. Simply Six. No spiral, but it's the best. Okay. Simply six. Well, why don't you make a spiral bound and we'll send that out next. <laughs> uh, in any event, so okay. basically we just choose based on a feeling. Now, Lisa, just is that is feeling. that Simply Six one of your six number one New York Times bestselling books? She has 13 <laughs> number one, one New York Times no, They're not all number one, but they're all bestsellers and it's a great, a great book. Super popular. It's the one that came out last. Oh, so fabulous. Very relevant. Very current. Okay. Okay. So are we going to give this book to the pregnant person who is job hunting or are we going to give it to Lobster Delivery? Or are we going to get it? Give it to the mother of the one-year-old with the b- issue with the mother-in-law. Penelope. Penelope. Uh, she's my pick. Penelope's my pick. Yeah. 
She deserves it. She needs to make something delicious and easy. I feel like for her mother-in-law, I feel like her mother-in-law is not worth any more than six ingredients. So it's perfect. (laughs) I'm with Lisa. I think that's great. And I think, Penel, I think honestly, like all jokes aside here, a lot of these recipes, uh, total fantasy fun. And I mean, you call them guilt-free finds, but it's actually true, which is it's only six ingredients. It's all these foods you'd love to eat. They're like you tell fun, you, yeah. But that you tell yourself you had to leave behind either because of dieting or their childhood foods or whatever it is. And I think that Penelope would take a little comfort in that, that she could make herself a little what feels like an indulgence, but really is still quite good for you. And that she should sip on her mocha and think, I'm living, I'm making my best decisions for me and everyone else is just going to have to wait in line here a little bit. And I may not be perfect and I may be making some wrong choices, but they're my choices to make. There it is. Yeah. I agree. Congratulations, Penelope. And also, okay, so now we'll just, we'll, you can go to Hungry. girl.com. That's where you sign up for the newsletter, which is really the main thing. And then chew the right things out every Wednesday, the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything else, Lisa? I mean, you're doing everything. She's doing her Facebook videos. Oh, that's right. Yeah, my cooking demos on Facebook. Definitely yep. like almost five nights a week. And that's normally. just that's Hungry Girl on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And they can Facebook.com slash Hungry Girl. And they can go to the Hungry Girl YouTube page to watch the cooking show, etc. Yeah, I'm not. You know what? Not big on YouTube, really. But there's stuff there. If they want, I have a Hungry Girl magazine. Oh. which is fantastic. Oh. There's like uh, three or so issues a year. The next one's coming out in September. It's beautiful. Terrific. Yeah. Where do they sign up for that? At hungry-girl.com? You can find the information. Yep. Right okay. on the homepage. Terrific. And at the supermarket. You know, it's not out right now, but normally it'll be at the checkout counter. Terrific. Fabulous. So what we do now is we just read our cliffhangers. We have a very short one. And we have a Patreon show, which people pay to be part of our uh, CHIP, Carriage House Important Person, Patreon Carriage Club. And we read the Patreon question here, and then they get the answer on Patreon. So we're just going to, and then and then we'll go. Okay, do you want to read the cliffhanger or shall I? You do it. Okay. Uh, Relationship insanity, question mark, question mark, question mark. Dear Rana and Brian, I have been dating my boyfriend for six months. I've noticed something about myself while dating him. I scare easily and am cautious. I always gasp when I hear a loud, unusual sound. (laughs) While he ran into a grocery store one day, I stayed in the car and locked the doors without thinking about it. When he arrived back at the car, he thought it was funny that I had locked the doors. I believe he thinks that this is a quirk. He doesn't make fun of me, but I don't think he understands that this is normal behavior. I wonder if he is a bit immature. Is this a typical male-slash-female relationship dynamic? Thank you. Meg. Meg. Okay. Listen, we'll try and un- we're going to try and unpack this on Patreon. If there's anyone yeah. who's scared of their own shadow, it's me. So I can't wait to answer this in the Patreon. <laughs> You're going to get an answer from Brian and from his bird when That's we get right. to pay- for the Patreon. Three answers. Lisa, thank right. you so much for being here. We had it was so fun to get to talk to you. I really am a huge fan and um, you two should do a little, uh, you should do a food demo together. Maybe I'll make that oatmeal oh, cake and you that. could give me, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, let's totally do it. When you do, do you, FaceTime. You, I'm in. Yeah, you could, 
you could do a FaceTime or an Instagram of your oatmeal mug because Lisa really knows how to make it. I'd love Brian. to. And I really don't want Brian to explode the kitchen in the carriage. That's, that's true. That's so really, maybe I'll yeah. watch you and, yeah. and I'll ask a lot of questions and pick your brain a lot during the process. Done. Okay, great. I would love to. Okay, good. Thank right. you so much. Love this you, was HG. Really fun. Good. Thank you for being Bye, here. Bye, Rana. You're the best. Kiss, kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.